the Cincinnati Bengals are one and two. And now they're throwing an all-white party at Paycor Stadium on Thursday. Let's talk about it. What it do is to file one through with your boy J.E. on the Wincinnati podcast. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. I hope you had a beautiful weekend. Uh, enjoyed the time with your family. Enjoy the Bengals dub. They got the one uh, victory. They got that one in the column, the victory over the Jets. And uh, I know it's the Jets. I know, you know, the history of the Jets, and I know they haven't been that good of a team. But I will say this Jets team felt different. This felt like a team that had momentum after beating the Browns in that marvelous comeback or miracle comeback, however you want to you know frame it. And uh, it felt like a must-win game for the Bengals. I know it's early. I know sometimes we can overreact to things, and um, it just felt like a must-win. It felt like a game that they had to have, and they did exactly what they needed to do in that game. They started fast, and they didn't quite finish strong. I won't say they did exactly what they needed to do, but nonetheless, they started fast. And that is what Bengals fans and really even the coaches and players have talked about, you know, this previous and, you know, the past week. They had talked about that. They said, hey, look, we need to start fast. Um, This team has been notorious for starting slow, for not being consistent, for maybe not taking their shots when they're there in the first half. and just not being the Bengals team that we expect them to be to this point. And that's okay because it's only week three, right? Uh, Well, it's week four now, but it's only week three. We only played three games, not really much to overreact on. But uh, as a Bengals fan and as a football fan, when you look at this offense, you say, hey, look, Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, Hayden Hurst, improved offensive line. This team should be getting about 40 points a game. We should look like the Buffalo Bills out here. And uh, yeah, here we are talking about slow starts, but I got to say, man, um, I'm not here to be negative. I'm actually, I want to be very positive and I want to take my hat off to Zach Taylor because he absolutely crushed the game script. He absolutely was in his bag on the game script. And he showed me that we know that creative Zach is in there. We know what's in there, Zachy. Let that creative beast out, man, and let this offense do their thing. I know it's all predicated on winning up front with the offensive line, but I thought they looked better this week. Maybe not perfect, right? Maybe not perfect when you watch it all 22 and you really analyze it and see uh, some missed blocks or maybe some people getting pushed back, but they looked better. They looked improved. And when you're talking about week to week, when you're talking about it's a long season, you got 17 games, you want to see gradual improvements from week to week to know that you're heading in the right direction. Um, so I think that's kind of what we saw this, you know, this past week in the game versus the Jets. And I am very happy to say that the Bengals got a victory under their belt. Um, so very excited. Like I said, I can't stress enough about that. I do want to say I apologize that the show didn't come on on Monday like it was supposed to. I did get bit by a dog, so my hands all wrapped up. If you're watching the YouTube video, I got six stitches. And uh, yesterday I was in a lot of pain. Sunday I was in a lot of pain. It happened at halftime. 
And uh, but we back, baby. We back. We're not gonna load on what happened. We're not gonna load on the negativity, on the injury. Woe is me. We're gonna throw some dirt on it. We're gonna knock this episode out the park, and we're gonna talk about the all white party at Paycor Stadium. The all white party. I hope you guys are drip ready. I hope you're ready to come show up to the stadium looking like two percent or looking like milk. You know what I'm saying? All white from head to toe. They got the shirts at uh, Dick's Sporting Goods. Check your local store uh, in the Cincinnati area to see if you can get some all-white Bengals gear. And uh, if you can't, hop on Amazon, order the all-white sweatpants, the all-white shirt. It should be here in two days. Prime delivery. You might get it Thursday morning. So uh, that's just a word of advice. So let's look at this game, right? The Bengals have the Miami Dolphins. The 3-0 Miami Dolphins I've been hearing so much about on the internet, on spaces. Uh, The best team in the AFC right now as far as record. And um, you got to respect the record, right? They're 3-0. They put that – they put great tape – they put great tape out. They've won games. And uh, they, quite frankly, beat to what I thought was an unstoppable team, the Buffalo Bills. They beat a team in the – Ravens, who, in my opinion, probably have one of the most explosive offenses led by Lamar Jackson in the NFL, right? And that Ravens game, that Ravens game is really interesting, man. Uh, Some questionable calls by Jim Harbaugh. Um, It's interesting. It's interesting. It's interesting. It's interesting. But nonetheless, they're 3-0. They're coming to Paycor Stadium on Thursday. You got the Amazon Prime. Hope you got it geared up and ready to go. And this the, this Dolphins offense is explosive. They got Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle on the outside. Uh, they do have Mike Jacecki, which I don't think they use him enough. Uh, but Jalen Waddle, Tyree Kill, and Tua, right? The the you know the the tandem of three. They have been doing very good things together. Jalen Waddle. And Tyreek have been really good after the catch. Really good. They've also had some explosive deep passes uh, on some decent defenses. Now, the Bills defense was a little bit hurt, but nonetheless, you play who you play. And they showed up and did exactly what they needed to do against the Bills to win that game. Um, And then against the Ravens, they had some great yards after catch plays. They had some great deep passes. And... um, it's, you know, it's really cool to to watch the Dolphins turn into this team that when you go out and spend money in free agency, the team that really everybody says, hey, look, this is awesome to see a team that really have been maybe one or two games out of the playoffs the last couple of years uh, really take this step forward and be three. I know at this point um, is why the NFL is such a great league and why I think fans of all teams uh, are excited when their teams make moves. But this team coming into town is a team that we have to really jump on early. When you talk about the Bengals offense and what they need to do offensively to, to win this game, uh, it's very simple, right? It's very simple. Start fast. Zach, whatever bag you had pulled out yesterday on the sideline or up in the booth, I think you're on the sideline. I think I see you out there on the sideline. Whatever bag you had last week on the sideline against the Jets, Bring that same damn bag to the game. My apologies for my French. Bring the same bag to the game. Bring out your best plays. Call some trick plays. 
I don't care. Whatever you do, go out swinging and make sure the world knows that the Cincinnati Bengals are not a team to be messed with, to be slept on, and we are here and we are back. Right? This is a game to me offensively that plays right into your hands. The Dolphins love to run cover one and cover three. They do run some cover two. They do, right? And and they haven't shown a tendency to run it a lot, but they do run cover two more than the Jets did. And I think they have a lot more capability to run cover two than what the Jets did. So we will see cover two probably a good amount in this game. Um, Zach Taylor needs to come out with the, you know, and have the, the game plan drawn up so Burrow has the answers to cover two early in the game. And we can attack and exploit this team. That's what I'm saying. Start fast. That's number one, right? Number two is let's get Joe Dean going. Let's get Joe Mixon going, man. I know Joe Mixon has had a couple slow starts, but one of my favorite players on this team, man, what an incredible guy Joe Mixon is. And I want Joe Mixon to eat. I want Joe Mixon to run for 215 this week, man. The Dolphins are going to be super tired coming into this game. The Dolphins defense played 90 snaps against the Bills last week. 90. 90 snaps, man. Typically, you probably see around somewhere around 60 to 50 snaps on defense. They played 30 to 40 more snaps than a defense on average plays uh, last week against the Bills. And uh, I quote Stephon Diggs. He said, that is the most tired I've ever been after a game, ever. The team is going to be tired coming into Paycor Stadium, man. They're going to have the juice flowing early on, but the Bengals get Joe Mixon going, and I'm telling you, wear this team, wear this team down, punch them in the mouth, run some outside, outside zones, maybe hit them with some counters, maybe hit them with some powers and dives right up the gut. And let Joe Mixon cook, man. I know we've been talking about let Joe Burrow cook, but let Joe Mixon cook. I know the Dolphins have a good run defense on paper. I know they do. But our guys are better. Let's just go out there and run the ball. Let's show them we're going to run the ball. Let's keep that balance that we had last week. And uh, number two to me is get the run game going. Specifically to me, get Joe Mixon going. I know Samaj P. Ryan came in that game last week at the end. And I got to be honest. Samaj ran the ball and he had success and they knew we were running the ball. So um, I, I think that's something 100% Joe Mixon can do. And I know Joe just got has to get his rhythm. He's a rhythm back to me. And um, I want to see Joe Mixon go off, man. I think he's one of the guys that I'm waiting for his breakout game. I'm waiting for it because I know it's on the horizon and I'm hoping that this is the game for him. Number three for this offense annihilate the blitz and the pressure looks, right? That really comes down to Joe Burrow and the offensive line. Um, I know I said start fast. That, that's key. Run the ball. That's key. My third and final key for the offense is annihilate the blitz. The Dolphins, they are who they are, who they are on defense. And what does that mean? Eric, when you say they are who they are, what? why are you just saying a bunch of words just to say nothing? What I'm saying is, The Dolphins have shown you what they're going to do on film. They've done it all three weeks against the Patriots, Baltimore Ravens, and Bills. They love to send pressure on third downs. They love to blitz. 
they love to send unique pressures and zone blitzes on second downs, right? They love to play man. They love to play cover three. And they they sprinkle in some cover two. But you're probably going to have opportunities there to where they're blitzing you, maybe a cover zero, maybe a cover one. When Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd are one-on-one, Hayden Hurst is one-on-one, you know, got to beat their guy, hit the inside slant to Jamar Chase, let them take it to the crib for 80 yards, right? It's going to happen. It's going to happen, folks. The opportunities are going to be there. The Bengals have to make sure they capitalize when they get the looks that they want to see. The Dolphins are who they are, and they're going to do that again this week. They played Josh Allen, and they blitzed the hell out of him. They got some hits on Josh Allen. Um, Now, they're not a team that has a lot of sacks. I think they got six sacks just like us. So they're not anywhere – you know, they don't have any Micah Parsons or T.J. Watt over there. So they have to get creative when you're talking about getting pressure on the quarterback. And we know, and you know, like I know Bengals fans, Joe Burrow – last season was the number one quarterback against the blitz. Now this is 2022, right? It's a different season, but it's still Joe Burrow. And uh, if I'm, you know, putting all my eggs in the basket, if I'm a betting man, if I'm saying, Hey, look, if I'm betting on the Dolphins defense blitz to rattle Joe Burrow, I'm counting on Joe Burrow to rattle the Dolphins defense blitzing. That's blitzing. I'm putting my money on Joe Burrow. Put my money on Joe Burr. Um, so, again, my keys for offense, number one, start fast. Start fast offense. Don't play around. Get creative, Zach. Go in that bag. Number two, let's get Joe Dean cooking. Let's get him going. Let's get Joe mixing 100-plus yards on the ground, man. Let's get him some yards on the ground. Tire that defense out after 90 snaps last week. Number three, annihilate the blitz. And I already talked about that, so I don't need to really repeat that. Now, when you look at the Bengals' defense, right, and you look at what this this Dolphins' offense has been great at doing, they've been great at yards after catch, getting the ball to their playmakers out in space, allowing them to make a plays, play, making plays, throwing the ball short, setting up the deep shots. The Dolphins' offense, to me, looks very similar to the 49ers' offense. Very, very similar. And uh, that makes sense because Mike McDaniel did come over under the Kyle Shanahan tree, and it's very similar to what the 49ers do. The only thing I'll say is that the Dolphins' run game is not as dynamic or creative as what the 49ers do. And quite frankly, they don't have the run threat that the 49ers have, which is why they don't have that creativity because they don't have a Debo Samuel, right? Um, And I I think that's probably why you don't see that. Um, So – when you're talking about, you know, defending this team, the number one thing to me is eliminate the big plays, right? This is a veteran defense, Jesse Bates, Von Bell, Cheetah Bay Wuzier, who's been awesome, Eli Apple, Logan Wilson, uh, ADG, who had a great game last week, Trey Hendrickson, Sam Hubbard, you know, all these guys that we got on the team are all veterans, Mike Hilton, Trey Flowers, um, <laughs> eliminate the big plays. A lot of big plays happening in the NFL from miscommunications and missed assignments. The Bengals, fortunately, have not been getting beat because they have missed assignments or critical errors, right? If they get beat, they just got beat that play. But they're not giving up a crazy explosive play. They have to continue that tradition this week. 
They have to eliminate the big play from the Dolphins, and they have to trust their keys. I'll put those two together. Trust your keys, eliminate the big play. That's number one. Number two is make life difficult on Tua, right? Make life difficult on Tua. Don't make it easy, right? There's a number of ways to do that. You could send pressure at him. You can make the looks disguise on defense. Don't let him trust his eyes and make him second guess what he's seeing out there. I read an article uh, that had an interview with Matthew Stafford, and he was talking about how he practiced against the Bengals in camp and how the defense was very dynamic and multiple. And that in camp, he said, even when they lined up in camp and you know he, he's going against the defense, he did not know what they were in. And that is something that you use to your advantage as a defensive coordinator. Lou, Chef Lou Anarumo, I know he's cooking up some great schemes for this week. They have to confuse Tua. They have to make life difficult on him. They have to get some heat on him, pressure him, get some hits on the quarterback, maybe make a cover two look, uh, maybe make cover three look like cover two and cover two look like cover three. Um, and force them to maybe have some some errors there and throw the ball to the opposite team, which would be us. Um, Tua's been doing good, man, but he has been still giving opportunities for takeaways. And if you're the Cincinnati Bengals, a takeaway or two is going to win this game. I think two to three turnovers blows this game out of the water if the Bengals can create two to three. One, I think that's how you win the game. Two to three, I think this game kind of blows up. And um, you talk about a, a bigger margin than four and a half, maybe a seven to ten point victory. And that's a big win in the NFL. That's a that's a large margin. Um, so one for the defense, eliminate the big play, trust your keys Two, make life difficult on Tua. three. Play loose, man. And people say, what does that mean? Look good, feel good, play great. You're coming out in the all-whites. Got the white helmets with the white unis. The B is painted white. The end zone's painted white. Play loose and have fun. This is what football is about. Playing prime time in front of your family, in front of all the fans. And going out there and shocking the world, right? People do have the Bengals favor to win this game. I do understand that. We're favored at four and a half. And we are at home. But still, the Dolphins are 3-0. and Coming into Cincinnati, and right now we're 1-2. So on paper, if you look at the stats, you take the, the Vegas odds out of it. You look at the stats, the Bengals really could be underdogs, if depending on where you're looking from. Um, I know Vegas, they have us at four and a half. Um not underdogs, but they have us basically as the favorite in this matchup. But it depends on where you look at it from, your perspective. My perspective, the Dolphins 3-0 coming into Cincy. I know what Vegas is saying, but I'm saying, hell, we're the underdogs in this one. And um, I don't know. That's just kind of the situation, and that's how I look at the situation as far as, you know, when the 3-0 team is coming into your house and you're 1-2. But, again, the Bengals are a great team. We know this about this team. And we also know that this is a great opportunity to put on a show in front of the world. Um, so also, you know, before I before I get out of here, I wanted to talk about Daxton Hill because Daxton Hill has been one of my favorite players, as you know. 
Uh, you know, one of my favorite acquisitions from the draft, one of my favorite players in preseason. And uh, I know Dax Hill is going to be very special. I know he's going to have a huge impact on this team. And a big question is, is it Daxton Hill season this week versus the Miami Dolphins? Could we see Daxton Hill being deployed on the field for more than five snaps a game? Because <laughs> right now, Dax is getting five snaps a game. I think last last game, he actually started. Um, so I think Lou is trying to get him reps in the game. He's trying to get him get a feel for the game because the last thing you want to do is throw a rookie in the game and he has a missed assignment and it goes for a touchdown, especially in critical moments. Um, every game in the NFL is critical. You want to make sure you win every game, even though you know you can't win them all. But critical errors and missed assignments in football are really the biggest sin of all time. So uh, I think I think Lou's trying to find a spot for Dax and trying to work him into the scheme I do think there is a potential that you could see more of Dax Hill this week. Um, the Dolphins are not a physical run team. They can run the ball, and they're they're not super efficient at running the ball, but they can run the ball. And they do have a guy in Edmonds that is explosive and can make big plays, but a lot of what this team likes to do is throw the ball out in space and make you tackle. Well, Daxon Hill is a great tackler. And to go on top of that, he has a lot of speed. So um, I think this is an opportunity. I wouldn't be shocked. Color me shocked. I wouldn't be shocked, though, if Daxton Hill played somewhere maybe around 15 to 20 snaps and they deployed a few three safety sets this week and still was able to get uh, Mike Hilton and Trey Flowers in the field to cover these receivers. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised by that. And I would be elated and super excited to see Daxton Hill get some reps. So um, this is a big game this week on Thursday. It's a huge game. Again, Bengals are one and two. Dolphins are three and oh. We just got the victory and killed the curse of East Rutherford is what I was hearing. I don't know if that's a real thing. I never heard of it. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's an all-white party at Paycor Stadium. And I hope you're coming. I hope you'll be there. And I hope, I hope you got your all white ready. Hootay, I appreciate you checking out the show, and I'll see you next week. Let's go, Bengals. (laughs) 